Welcome to the Foundations Church Podcast, where we exist to make Jesus famous. We hope this message is life-giving, encouraging, and challenges you in your walk with Christ. But today I want to speak to you about busted curfews and missed opportunities. Busted curfews and missed opportunities. And we're going to talk about how do you, how to be a kid in the 21st century, how to be a teenager, how to be a grown adult in the 21st century. And um, as we get going into this, we're going to be speaking about obedience and honor, obedience and honor. And I want to make a disclaimer real quick. Most of us come from homes that our parents really tried. I mean, they really, really tried. They did the best they knew. They, they're kind of like where you're at, right? And, and they, they fed you, they took care of you, they made mistakes along the way. But some of us, we came from abusive homes. And I'm not talking about your parent got mad because you snuck out and watched a movie. I'm talking like abusive situations. And if that's you, I wanna let you know, what you're about to hear changes when that's the situation you come from. Because some of you, you were trying to just protect you and your siblings and your mom because your dad was a, a, a drunk that abused your mom and started hitting on you. Some of you, you've gone through sexual abuse. There's, there's just a huge gamut of things. And so to you, I would say this. That, that we're talking about obeying and honoring. That looks different. That looks really, really different when you come through an abusive situation because some of you, you're just trying to get past and heal, and that's where you need to be, and that's where you need to stay. And so my prayer for you, if that's your situation, is that there would be forgiveness that is extended and healing that you experience. Um, I don't want to go through this series and say, but my situation, man, it's this, it's this. I talked to several even after first service because I, I, I just don't know. There's a time where you've got to heal and you've got to forgive. And that's where some of you are. And that's my prayer for you. But today, as we get talking about this, most of us, that is not our experience. And that's not where we're coming from. I love the, the definition I ran across that is for parents. A parent is someone who has photos where they used to have money. A parent is someone who has photos where they used to have money. Our text today is found in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 through 4, and it says this, Children, obey your parents. And every parent said, there you go. Children, obey your parents because you belong to the Lord, and this is the right thing to do. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with the promise that if you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you and you will have a long life on earth. They won't kill you. Fathers, don't provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. We're going to be talking about discipline next week because um, some of us, we need to know an appropriate amount of discipline because some of us were way too much discipline. Some of us were just yes parenting and we'll talk about that because I can't imagine. So the first part we're going to talk about on this is the very first verse out of Ephesians 6. Children, obey your parents because you belong to the Lord for this is the right thing to do. First thing I want us to understand, and we're going to be going really fast. It's going to be like drinking from a fire hydrant. So buckle up, let's go. First thing, obey your parents because it's the right thing to do even when it's not what you want to do. Children, obey your parents because if you are living under your parents' household, in their home, under their roof, they're paying the bills, they're buying the food, 
This applies to you. I don't care what your age is, but Justin, I'm 35. Then grow up and become a man and start paying for your own. I'm just telling it the way it is because your parent is dying inside. You can't tell me what to do. I'm 35. Go to get a job. Anyways. (coughs) Getting choked up. If you are living at home, college students, this one's tough. Whoo, this one's tough. We'll get there in a second. You're called to obey your parents because you know, you know, you know it's the right thing to do. Right? We don't have to spend a lot of time on this. Like, well, Justin, what if my parents have a bomb? Shut up. Like, we want to make these extreme, okay, well, what if my parents, be quiet. They're telling you to go to bed or stop texting or sexting or like face, like who are you FaceTime? No, nobody, nobody. Like, what are you looking at? Nobody. Like, come on, come on. Obey your parents. Why? Because you, you know, I don't have to argue with you on this. I'm not going to because you know it's the right thing to do. College students, this is hard because when you come home from college, you've been self-governing for a while, Right? You've been deciding when you get up, when you brush your teeth, you need to brush your teeth. What you're gonna eat, you know, you, you kind of have this own thing. And every time I would come home from college, there was an adjustment period because I was self-governing for the most part that you could be at a really strict Christian university. Um, and I would come home and there were all the rules that my parents had. And so um, if you've heard this story, I'm gonna ask for your forgiveness, but um, it just illustrates it so well. Every time I would come home during the summer and I would work a job, my, the, the rule was our house, our rules. And I understood that. Um, however, there's one rule, and, and me and my dad have talked about this. I, I, he's like, I would totally change it. It was all your mother's fault, and she's not here to defend herself. But um, I had, even, even my senior year in college, when I was back home working, I had a 10 o'clock curfew. Not 10 a.m., 21 years old, 15-year-olds would harass me. Oh, you got to be home at 10 p.m., huh? You're 21. You can drink, but you can't stay out past 10, right? So, so I, would, I would just get harassed. Um, and as a result, I would try to go spend the night at all my friends' house that didn't have a curfew, right? So um, that's what happened. But there was one night I was just done. And, and I, what some of you are like, well, what did you do? Nothing. I was a good guy. Like, I was, a cra- I was a good kid that did dumb stuff, but like most of the time I'm hanging out with church kids, we're going to church services. And I remember a Thursday night, curfew's 10 p.m., we're leaving a church service and I'm like, hey, mom, I call her on the payphone, 25 cents, right? You know what I'm talking about, before cell phones, thank God. Um, and I call and I'm like, hey, mom, we're going to Bennigan's. Just took some of you back. We're going to Bennigan's, it's 10 p.m., I'll be home around 11.30. No, you won't. You need to come home now. And I said, no, click. I'm a man. I'm 20 at this point, right? I'm like, I'm 20 years old. I got a job. I know what I'm doing. Like, shut your mouth, woman. And so I didn't say that. I just hung up the phone. Then I said, shut your mouth, woman, right? So the, the great thing was this was before cell phones. So there's no Life 360, there's no track my iPhone. My Ford Tempo did not have a GPS that you could track. Like, and so I'm out. I don't, my curfew's 11. I don't come home till 11.45. When I come home, there's a mama having a, a conniption right now. Jesus, help him. Um, I come home and my dad's there and he's like, what have you done? 
And I look at him, I'm like, well, where's mom? And he's like, she is driving all over Oklahoma City at the different Bennigans looking for you. <laughs> we start talking, we don't even get into a conversation and my mom walks in. My mama was the crazy one. <laughs> Some of you, you had that same mama, right? Like, you're like, I think you might be possessed a little bit. I think... <laughs> You better not start throwing up and your head spinning because I'm out, right? And she came up to me and she went to slap me. And this is the first and only time this has ever happened. She goes to slap me and I catch her arm. And when I did, my dad goes, (gasps) and her hand's shaking and I go, no. (laughs) It's still shaking. I mean, like, and my dad looks at me, his eyes are as big as mine. I'm like, what do I do now? Like, and he's thinking, what does he do now, right? And he goes, run, like that. <laughs> so I just let go of her hand. And we had like that house where you could run in a circle without them ever catching you, but you had to pace yourself because if you went too fast, you got too close. And so we went around, my mom's chasing me in house slippers like this. Right? You could hear it coming. Right? <laughs> and I, like, I've probably been running around 30 seconds and I just head out the front door. It's midnight right now. We look like a family hooked on meth. <laughs> we're, we're, I run out of the house. I'm like, oh my Lord, this is crazy. What am I going to do? And I just start like, I've been running and I just kind of stop. And all of a sudden I hear behind me. <laughs> And I'm like, what's going on? And I'm telling you, in the dark, my mom's glowing and she's running like grease lightning, like Usain Bolt. (laughs) And I'm like, mom, you are not gonna catch me. You're too old and big. Like you're just, you know. Finally, finally, literally, I took a whole block. I I just jogged the block for a couple of times. I come home, my dad's acting like a U.S. ambassador between Israel and Palestine. Um, We kind of get it worked out a little bit. And I got a nine o'clock curfew for the next two weeks. Good times. I tell you this because it was a hard adjustment me coming in. It was a hard adjustment for my mom and dad, them me coming back and them getting used to me. And and the question is this, who was in the wrong? Who, Who was in the wrong? I was. Yeah, heck yes, I was, right? And in the moment, I couldn't see it because I didn't like it. I didn't want, I didn't want to obey, right? And there's gonna be moments you don't understand it and you don't like it, but hear me. Your parents are doing what is best for you. They're not trying to keep you from something. They just see all that could go wrong and that could harm you. And you gotta trust that you don't know everything, you don't understand everything, and they're doing their best to parent you in a great, man, just proactive way. Because here's the deal. Obedience always pays off, but disobedience has a price, right? There's a little little thing I came up with, and it's this. Obedience always pays off, but disobedience always has a price. Obedience leads to peace, but disobedience leads to regret and anxiety. Obedience builds trust. Disobedience, it destroys it. Obedience, wisdom leads you. Disobedient, wisdom leaves you. Obedience, you know it's right. But disobedience, you know you shouldn't. And Proverbs chapter six says this, my son, obey your father's commands and don't neglect your mother's instructions. Keep their words always in your heart. 
Tie them around your neck. Walk when you, excuse me, when you walk, their counsel will lead you. When you sleep, they will protect you. When you wake up, they will advise you. For their command is a lamp and their instruction a light. Their corrective discipline is the way to life. This is a promise that comes, that comes with obedience, right? If you obey, your parents' wisdom will help guide you, lead you, protect you, advise you, and light the way through life. But if you choose to disobey because you don't like it, you don't understand, you think you know better, right? When there's a failure to obey, there becomes a lack of wisdom and you are left going through life in the dark. And I don't like not knowing where I'm going in life. So here's what I'm gonna tell all the students here and we gotta move on from this. Obey your parents even when they don't know you're obeying or disobeying. This is a big one. It's called integrity and character. Obey your parents even if they're not going to find out you disobeyed them, right? Colossians 3.20, children, always obey your parents for this pleases the Lord. Not sometimes, always, right? Because when we don't obey our parents, here's what we start doing. We start keeping secrets. And, And unless you're throwing a surprise party, secrets never lead to good things, but secrets always lead to trouble, right? They do. And when we start keeping secrets, we start lying, We start lying about the things we did or we didn't do, and when we don't obey like we should, we start lying like we shouldn't. And the Bible says this in Proverbs chapter 12, the Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in those who tell the truth. The Amplified says it this way, lying lips are extremely disgusting to the Lord. I love the way that reads out. Are you lying or are you obeying? Because you can't obey while you're lying, right? Are you obeying or are you dismissing? Ah, but Justin, it's different, it's different. No, it's not, because you know, and you know this, it's the right thing for you to do. Oh, but Justin, they don't know, I'm getting away with it. Then become and grow up and become a person of character and integrity and become who God's called you to be when nobody's looking. So how do we honor, right? Let's get to the second part of this. Ephesians chapter six, verse two through three. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. If you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you and you will have a life, a long life on the earth. The second point is this, honoring is a lifelong commitment and is a matter of attitude and action. Honoring your parents is a lifelong commitment as long as they're alive. And is a matter of attitude and commitment. I mean, attitude and action. If you have a parent, whether they are 37 or 97, you are called to honor them. If you are a parent that has kids and now you, your parents are grandparents, you're still called to honor them, to, to respect them. And, and, and man, we come to this place sometimes where we think, well, well Justin, you know, I, I've got a spouse that, you know, I would never say my parents are crazy, but their parents, are, you know, and, you know, my, every time my parents are around, it creates drama and, you know, <coughs> I just send everything in chaos and my, my, this and that. Hear, hear me, honor, honor does not equal control. You can honor your parents without them controlling your life. If you're a grown adult in this place, man, yeah, they don't get to control your life. Honor doesn't equal control. Honor has more to do with you and less to do with them. I love this quote by Dennis Prager from his book, The Ten Commandments, still the best moral code. He said, if you build a society in which children honor their parents, your society will long survive. And the corollary is a society in which children do not honor their parents is doomed to self-destruction. 
In our time, this connection between honoring parents and maintaining civilization is not widely recognized. Do you realize we are one of the only cultures in the entire world that when our parents get older, many times they become more of a burden and less of a priority? It's truth. As our parents get older and we get younger, we wouldn't say this out loud, but it's the reality. Our parents become more of a burden and less of a priority. In church, we got to do better. Like, like Foundation Church, we got to do better. And as followers of Christ, we're called to do better. So if we're going to honor our parents, then understand this. Honoring your parents isn't contingent. It's a commandment. It's not contingent on if they were good parents. It's not contingent if they took you to Chuck E. Cheese enough. Is it, let's call it the real way, showbiz, the real way, or Crystal's Pizza, right? It's not contingent on if mama made your favorite meal, if you got spankings or grounding. It's not contingent on if they yelled at you. It's not contingent on if you didn't get your way. It's not contingent on if they took you to the lake. It's not contingent on if you had a 10 p.m. 10 PM curfew or 1 a.m. curfew. You are called to honor your parents because it is a commandment. And if you're arguing why you can't honor them, you haven't read your Bible. Right? If you say, well, just in my, my stage of life that I'm in right now, I'm just too busy, then you need to get back into the Word and read the Bible. Because I don't see honor your father and mother unless you're really, really busy with your own family. Honor your father and mother unless you're really maxed out at work and you're really trying to make it on your own and trying to make some headway, then it's okay. And then you can get back to it. No, 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 no. Let's get back into the Bible and let's live the hard parts of the Bible out. Honor your father and mother has no contingency to it. It is a commandment. And so I will tell you, if you are doing this, you're not honoring your parents. If you're disobeying your parents, you're not honoring your parents. If you're lying to your parents, you're not honoring your parents. If you speak bad of your parents, grown adults, say it all the time. If you want your kids to honor you, you better make sure you're modeling to your kids, you honoring your parents. Because we talked about it last week, but more is caught than what is taught. You duplicate who you are, not your good intentions. And if you want a house and you want kids that are honoring you, man, you better model honoring it, it to them and you better model it to your kids what honoring parents looks like, right? You can't honor them while speaking bad of your parents. You can't honor them while neglecting your parents and you can't honor them while disrespecting your parents. So what's honor? Because we throw this word around, but, but what, what is honor? Michael Ballard did a great job describing this, and I stole his notes, so I want to give him credit. In John chapter 4, verse 43 through 45, it says this, at the end of two days, Jesus went on to Galilee. He himself had said that the prophet is not honored in his own hometown, yet the Galileans welcomed him, for they had been in Jerusalem at the Passover celebration and had seen everything he did there. I loved what Michael said, so I'm going to read it word for word. He said, you would think there would be some relief in going home some comfort in going back to what you are familiar with. And in some instances there is, but sometimes there isn't. And Jesus makes a distinction with what the problem is. He doesn't say, I'm not welcome back home, but he says the prophet is not honored in his own hometown. But we get to the next verse and that seems to contradict what Jesus just said. We read that the Galileans welcomed him because of what they had seen him do in Jerusalem. There's a very distinct difference here in honor and welcome. 
The word honor in the Greek is time, means to pay reverence, to place value upon. A prophet is, is honored, is paid reverence because a prophet is one who speaks on behalf of God. When the Galileans welcomed him or received him, they did not teammate him. They were hospitable. They were kind. They were friendly to him because of what he had done. They were not honoring who he was. And haven't we made honoring dependent on what our parents have done instead of who they are and their position and their authority in our life? And Paul is calling you and I, whether you are a teenager or whether you are a 50-year-old man, to teammate, to honor your parents because of the position and the authority they have in your life. So the question becomes, now that we understand what honor is, how do you honor them? How do you honor your parents? I'm gonna give you five things. I told you we're gonna go fast. Five things, five ways to honor your parents. The first one is this, forgive them. Forgive them. Some of you, you have unforgiveness towards your parents. Some of you, you're fighting with your parents, you haven't talked. Some of you, your feelings got hurt. Some of you, I don't know the situation, there's no way. But you can't honor your parents and have unforgiveness towards your parents. Colossians chapter three, verse 12 through 13 says, so chosen by God for this new life of love, dress in the wardrobe God picked out for you. Compassion, kindness, humility, quiet strength, discipline. Be even-tempered, content with second place. I struggle with that one. Quick to forgive an offense and forgive as quickly and completely as the master forgave you. Do you know forgiving others is a commandment? It's not an option. And some of us, we have issues with our parents and there's unforgiveness that is happening in our relationship with our parents and your biggest struggle is forgiving your parents and if you're gonna honor them, you've got to forgive them. Hear me, every person is flawed. Every person in this building, every person watching online, we're all flawed, we've all messed up. Every parent I know says, yeah, I wish I could go back and redo this and do that and not do this and do that. They've messed up and your job, if you're gonna honor them, your first step, your first way of honoring them is to forgive them. The second one is this, honor them through words. Honor them through your words. Proverbs 18, 20 through 21. Wise words satisfy like a good meal. The right words bring satisfaction. The tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. Proverbs 16, 24. Kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. Ephesians 4, 29. Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. You can't honor your parents while speaking ill of your parents. Listen, when's the last time you spoke an encouraging word to your parent? We live in a, such a sarcastic culture, and I, I'm guilty. But when's the last time you told your parents where they got it right? Where's the last time you told your dad, man, dad, you know what? One of the things I just respect and appreciate about you is how hard you worked. Man, how careful you were with money to make sure that we had everything that we needed. We got to go to college. We got to do this. You know, thank you. Your parents need to hear it. Mom, man, thank you for being there and just loving me unconditionally and being a mom that prays for me. And you weren't always the best cook, but you tried, right? Like, like... <laughs> 
Some of us, we may have to dig deep. But you know what? Kind words cost nothing but mean everything. Kind words cost nothing but mean everything. And I don't care how tough your daddy is. He needs a that boy from his kids. He needs to know that he did something right when it came to raising you. And man, listen, this point we're talking about honor him with your words, it doesn't cost you one thing, but it takes effort on your part and being purposeful in your part. Third way that we honor our parents is we love and care for our parents as they age. Love and care for your parents as they age. First Timothy chapter five, treat older women as you would your mother and treat younger women with all purity as you would your own sister. Take care of any widow who has no one else to care for her. But if she has children or grandchildren, their first responsibility is to show godliness at home and repay their parents, amen, by taking care of them. This is something that pleases God. And it gets really down to it in verse 8. But those who won't care for their relatives, especially those in their own household, have denied the true faith. And such people are worse than unbelievers. You're worse worse than an atheist. Worse than somebody that doesn't even know Jesus. Like, come on. Paul's like, what what are we doing here? Like, what, what are you doing? You've missed the mark. You're not following the true faith. You're following a counterfeit faith that if you won't take care of your aging parents and hear me, man, all of us have a debt to our parents that we will never be able to repay. And we show honor and we honor our parents by not letting our parents feel like they're a burden. Can I, there's no parent as they get older that wants to be a burden to their child. It's just not existent. No parent wants to feel like they're weighing or slowing their child down. And you young, dad, hurry up. Like, come on. Like, that's not helping. Like, oh, I guess I'll I'll be there, blah, blah, you know. No. You don't honor them by berating them. You honor them by taking, it's your turn. It's your turn to be the grown-up and not be selfish. Right? It's my turn to be the grown-up and not be selfish. Can I tell you, there's two guys that did a great job of this. One of them's Brad Ballard. He's in our first service. Brad lives in Oklahoma City. He comes to church here on Sundays. Michael's dad, and his dad lived in Wagner. His dad passed away a few years ago, but every weekend, Brad would drive all the way to Wagner because his dad had dementia, and he would help his mom take care of his dad. Nobody asked him to. Why'd he do it? Because he was busy honoring his dad. David Graves, my uncle, when my Mima was getting really, really old, she lived to like, she's like a hobbit, man. She lived to like 110 years old. I'm just playing. She was like 93 or something like that, 94. But man, when my grandma couldn't drive anymore, David would go pick her up, take her grocery shopping. Something broke at the house. He lived in town. He'd go and help her, help her. What needs to be fixed? What, what can we do? And it was never a burden. He's never stressed out. He's never angry about it. He just lived to honor his parents. And we honor our parents by taking care of them as they age. The fourth way is this. Keep seeking their wisdom and advice. Proverbs 23, verse 22. Listen to your father's advice and don't despise an old mother's experience. Isn't that good? I love that it calls the mom old and not the dad. Um, (laughs) Proverbs 13, 1. Intelligent children listen to their parents. Amen, right? But foolish children do their own thing. If you're a grown adult in this place, your parents still are dying to know what's going on in your life. 
They do. You're going through something, you're having a hard time, and you don't know what to do, they would love to pray with you. Let them in. Ask them advice. Hey, Dad, what would you do? Hey, Mom, how would you handle this? Why would you not? Because here's, here's the truth. For, for the majority of us here, our parents love us and our kids. So why would you not go to them as a source of counsel? Well, Justin, they're really dumb. Okay, well, then just have them pray for you. <laughs> Don't ask the advice, but include them and have them pray. And you can still say, hey, what would you do here? I'm going to do the exact opposite, but what would you do here? Right? But keep seeking their wisdom and keep seeking their counsel. And the last one is this, be thankful, for, be thankful for them and show gratitude for their effort and sacrifice. Be thankful for them and show gratitude for their effort and sacrifice. You know, according to the USDA, to raise a child to the age of 18 in our current financial situation, now this excludes college, but for most medium income homes, it costs $290,000 to raise a child. Some of you are like, we're in trouble. Um, $290,000, this means electricity, this means food, this means clothing, this means shelter, this means transportation. Man, maybe you didn't have everything you wanted. I never had a Power Wheels. I wanted that chip, that chip police bike, the Power Wheels, like... My dad's like, you got two good legs? My kid never had a power wheels, right? I'm like, hey, you got two good legs? You maybe not got everything you wanted. But man, your parents sacrificed and gave so that you could have what you did. And man, that deserves honor. I, I love this. We're to honor our parents in childhood and adulthood for we owe them a debt of honor that never ends. Romans chapter 12, verse nine through 12. I'm gonna sub some words here says this, don't just pretend to love your parents. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each parent with genuine affection and take delight in honoring them. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. Today, as I, I close... If, if I'm being real honest and transparent and the thing I like about our church, you guys let me just be Justin. I didn't do this well. Um, my mom passed away about 12 years ago. And when my mom passed away, when she got sick, I got really mad. Mad at God, but I got really mad at my mom because I wish she would have tried harder. Um, and me and my dad have talked about this. I wish she would have eaten better. I wish she would have exercised. I wish she would have gotten things going. And so if you're not going to try, Mom, then I'm not going to try. And that became my attitude. And all of a sudden, because that was my attitude, she became a burden. She got in the way. I had a young family. I had a young church. Had all the excuses, man, this sink or swim right now. You know, I just don't have time, mom, I don't have time. I don't have time to take care of mom. Can you take them to, to my grandparents? Dad, I know you gotta go out of town and work, but can you, can you take them to Papa and Sue's instead of me? Cause I just don't have the time to watch my mom and take care of my mom and hear me, man. I blew it. I, I missed it. 
And while I'm at her gravesite, and I'm, I, I preached her, her, her celebration service and did her graveside service, I was the last person to leave the grave, and here's why. I prayed, I thanked her, and then I apologized to her. Because I don't get to go back and redo that. And I don't want my regret to become your regret. I don't want where I missed it to become where you missed it. But I want to pastor you in such a way where you do better than I did in this instance. I don't know what you're mad at. I don't know how busy you are, but you're not that busy. Man, honor your parents while you still have a chance. Man, love your parents while you still got a chance. Encourage your parents while you still get the chance and the opportunity. And here's the good news for me. Here's the good news for you. If you blew it, I still got a dad. I still got a bonus mom. I still got Casey's parents. I like her dad, right? Like, it's a little too much truth there. <laughs> I still got a chance to honor them. And that means it's going to take effort. It's going to take me being purposeful. But that's a better way to live. And that's the way that I'm commanded and you're commanded to live. So live your life. Students, obeying your parents because you know what's right. For the rest of us that have parents, let's live a life that is spent trying to see how much we can honor them and encourage them. Because now it's our turn to pour into them. Let's pray. Lord, we love you and we thank you for today. God, I pray that you help every student that is watching, that is here. Oh, man. Lord, there's times it's hard to obey. It's not because we don't know it's right. It's because we don't want to. We got our own will. We got our own thoughts. We got the way we see things. But, Lord, I pray that we would understand when we have that thought and when we go that way, we're always wrong. Your word says, children, always obey your parents because this pleases the Lord. So, Lord, if, if for no other reason, let us obey our parents because it pleases you. Because our life is under your control and under your dominion. Lord, I pray for the rest of us in this place. That, Lord, we would be very purposeful in honoring our parents. God, this isn't something that just happens. This isn't something that just occurs. God, if we're viewing our parents as a burden, forgive us. God, forgive us. And let us do better. If we're viewing our parents, somebody we don't have time for, something that's just slowing us down, and one more thing to check off the check, forgive us. Because, Lord, that's not the way you've called us to live this life out. So help us to be very purposeful in honoring our fathers and our mothers. Let us be doers of your word and live it out the way that you've commanded us to live it. It's in Jesus' name I pray. We hope that you enjoyed this message. If you have any questions or want to reach out to us, you can email us at info at foundationschurch.tv or visit our website at foundationschurch.tv.